On the phone with me right now is Barry McFarland, and uh, Barry is, uh, among many other things that Barry does, she's an incredible life coach. She's a passion test facilitator, and I'm going to tell you about a, another really cool gig that she has in a moment, but let's talk about uh, the passion test, because Barry, you were recently on a cruise as the passion test, uh, as a passion test facilitator, so thanks for joining me me on the show, first of all. Thanks for having me, Judy. I'm really excited to be here. And tell us about the cruise. How was it? And for folks who haven't heard of the Passion Test before, uh, maybe explain a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, Well, the cruise, first off, was uh, fantastic. Um, It was kind of a really unique uh, venue for a retreat, like a women's retreat and sitting in, in, uh, listening to speakers and being able to be one of those speakers and, and give the passion test to, uh, people on the cruise. So, um, let me, I'll, I'll kind of jump over to what is the passion test. So I read the book. So it's a book, uh, the passion test. It's written by Janet Bray Atwood and Chris Atwood. And I read it about, I want to say maybe eight, nine years ago. And um, for me, I'm a self-help junkie and off to the bookstore reading, you know, all those kinds of books. And most books, most of those types of books say the same thing, just in a different way. And for Mm -hmm. me, when I read The Passion Test, this one just really resonated with me. And um, what it's all about really is about helping you get really clear gain that clarity about what is most important to you in your life and how do you bring it into your life. Because so often we, you know, um, all the day-to-day problems and work, relationships, et cetera, get in the way of really thinking about what do you want. So it helps you kind of stop and take that look in and go, okay, what really matters to me? What's, what's important to me? Now, I will say The Passion Test uh, is one of those books, I agree with you, you read it, it jumps out immediately because it's got some very catchy terminology as well. Like one of the uh, acronyms in there, they say system equals save yourself time, energy, and money. And I thought, how can you ever forget that again? You can never look at the word system again without thinking system equals save yourself time, energy, and money. And I like the whole idea of how it says, you know, push push towards what excites you, not scares you. And then it talks about markers. So can you walk us a little bit through what you would do with people if they're taking the passion test? Sure. So um, when I uh, take someone through the passion test, so whether I take them through one-on-one or in a group setting, the first thing they do is they complete the sentence that says, when my life is ideal, I am. I am what? And you think about all the different areas of your life uh, your um, your health, your relationships, finances, your spiritual, the spiritual side, fun. So some examples. When my life is ideal, I am uh, um, in a job that I love. Um, I am healthy. When my life is ideal, I am healthy and energetic. When my life is ideal, I'm in a loving, intimate relationship with my soulmate. Or I have a wonderful relationship with my kids or, you know, again, thinking of all the different areas areas of your life and you put it in the positive. So, you know, maybe you can't think, maybe right now you're, you're in a job that you um, don't love, that you hate and you're, you know, your boss always picks on you or it's not, you know, very interesting 
and you can't think of what that positive is, maybe you don't even, maybe you want to change careers, but you don't know what the career is that you want, then it's okay to be general, right? It's okay to say, well, you know, when my life is ideal, I'm in a job that I love. You know, I don't know what that looks like, but I'm in a job that I love. And then the next step is we, we create this list and, um, you know, one thing about the way that your brain works, if we have a whole laundry list of things that we want, there's no focus, right? So one, just backing up a minute, if you don't know what you want, then how are you going to focus and, and how do you move in that direction, right? So then you need to create that list of what you want. But if you've got this whole laundry list, then again, there's no focus. So what the passion test does is this way of prioritizing and coming up with what are your top five. So you know, anyone could, and what we usually do is take a list and we look at it and we go, oh, this is the, these are the top five, right? These are my priorities. Well, what we're doing is we're living in our head and passions come from the heart. So as a facilitator, when somebody takes you through it as that facilitator, listening for when you are up there in your head, when you're looking at this list and saying, oh, well, I have to, you know, this has got to be a priority because, you know, my kids have to come before my work or, or you know, whatever that is. Oh, I can't pick my, you know, I can't pick cooking over, over my children or, you know, whatever. So um, then there's this very specific process and these questions that you ask to be able to bring you from your head into your heart to really get down to what is most important to me now. And then once, once you get your top five, then it's, okay, now let's start to get clearer about what does that look like. So you brought up the term markers. So markers are like signposts or evidence to show that you are living your passion. It's that it, it helps to create that vision of um, when, when it's already there, right? So going back to the example of when my life is ideal, I'm in a job that I love. So I would ask, um, you know, my client or, or the workshop participants. So think about a job that you love or, you know, or if you were in a job that you love, what would that look like or what would that feel like? What, what would your boss be like? My boss would uh, ask me for my ideas, right? Uh, when I'm in a job that I love, maybe I'm working from home, right? Or um, when I'm in a job that I love, I'm feeling appreciated or I'm doing something creative, like, and again, you know, I'm, I'm able to say the positive right off the bat because I've got a lot of practice with this, but, um, you know, a lot of times my clients say, well, when I'm in a job that I love, uh, I'm, um, I'm not picked on or I'm, you know, it, it right. be, uh, you know, whatever that negative term is. So write down the negative and then we flip it around and I help you flip that negative around to find what's the positive. There was something really interesting and really different about this test because we had done it a while ago. I was introduced to, um, by the way, I'm speaking to Barry McFarland. Uh, her website is mydharma.ca. You've got to check it out. She's an amazing life coach. It was a gift that was given to me by a good friend, Susie Marks, a mutual friend of, um, of uh, Barry and myself. 
And uh, 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 Barry is a passion test facilitator for this book, The Passion Test. So first Susie gave me the book and she said, as a gift, I would like to give you a session with Barry. And I remember something from the test because I'm actually, I still have my list posted, but there was something yeah. when we went through the test and it was kind of an and or, like there was a comparison and I thought it was really neat mm-hmm. how you nailed down, was it the top five or the top 10? Yeah, so it, we were getting down to the top five and I think what you're talking about is when when I take someone through the passion test and we say, okay, when your life is ideal, you are in a loving, intimate relationship with your soulmate. Uh, which is more important, being in a loving, intimate relationship with your soulmate or traveling the world? Right. right? And and then you might pause, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know, right? Maybe maybe you're single at the time and you do really want a, a, a soulmate, but you love traveling and you really maybe get to travel with your work. So if you pause, then I say say to you, if you could be in a loving, intimate relationship, but never travel the world, or you could travel the world, but never be in a loving, intimate relationship, which matters more. And so, again, that's a way to take you out of your head, drop you right into your heart. And often the client will have it, an answer. It's like, oh, my God, well, if it's a never, then it's travel. You know, I don't need, I don't need a soulmate right now. Or it's, oh, no, I need the soulmate right now. Let me put the travel away. Or uh, the third one is, well, I still don't know. And there's this pause. So then I take um, take you through a visioning exercise and we go, go through this visioning exercise of what does it look like, feel like, taste like when you are living, you know, this passion full out of, you know, being in a, in a relationship with your soulmate. And then, you know, the, the last sentence is, and nowhere in this picture is you traveling. And then we have you go through the visioning of you traveling and living that full out. And then nowhere in this picture is you being with a soulmate. And again, seeing some, you know, you'll have that feeling in your body of, okay, which one feels better? And the, and the reason for doing this, and I always say this to my, to my clients, just because something doesn't end up being on your top five doesn't mean it's not important and it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It's just a way for bubbling up to the top what's most important to me right now. Does that make sense? It really makes sense. I mean, I have to say, uh, somebody that I know is a really efficient person in their life, in their personal life, in their work life. But whenever I, uh, you know, whenever I see him, he always has a list, but the list never has more than five things on it. And I always think, geez, that's a things to do list that 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 I'd love to have, right? Because we're all walking around with the cluttered notes all the time. But that's what I really liked about the passion test was that it uses that method to help you narrow down. Like you said, there may be 10, 20, 50 things that you have, but you ask yep. it in a way, it's almost like going through a therapy session. You ask it in a way that uh, helps you really get to, for right now, what is it that is your top five, which is is brilliant. Yeah. I'd love to share, if there's time, I'd love to share an example of, of one of the clients that I worked with. Sure, please share it right now. Right? We have time, of course. Yeah. Okay, 
So um, there and was a woman the way, that I met. By the way, let me just let me before you go on. Yeah. I just want to remind folks again. The website is mydharma.ca. I'm chatting with a life coach and passion test facilitator Barry McFarland. Uh, the Passion Test is amazing, terrific book written by Janet Bray Atwood and Chris Atwood. But really, they are very selective with their facilitators because not just anybody can teach this. Like I said, it's almost a therapy session. So when you work with somebody like Barry, it's it, it's quite amazing. So give us your example, Barry. Thank you. Yeah, this is just a wonderful example. I met this woman through networking. And every time I saw her, she was not happy. She was always stressed. I knew she had a couple kids under 10 years old. She was starting a business. She was an entrepreneur, um, didn't look very healthy. Anyway, she ended up coming to me and saying, asking if I'd take her through the passion test. So on her list, of course, she had her business, her health, her kids, family, etc. When I took her through it, her top five, her business was nowhere in her top five. It was all about her um, her physical health, her mental health, her relationship with her kids, relationship with her husband, relationship with herself, basically. And in that, what she realized was it was almost like this giving her permission um, that these were the things that were most important to her. That what, what, hap- what was happening to her was when she was at work, she was thinking that she should be at home with her kids. When she was at home with the kids, she was thinking she should have been at work. So she was never present in either one of those places. And when she'd wake up in the morning and think, oh, I'd like to go exercise or you know go for a run or something, she wouldn't allow herself because I can't do that. I either got to go to work or I got to be with my kids. So it was absolutely amazing to me within probably three months when I saw her again, she was smiling, she was happy, her business was going well. Um, And because again, what she realized is now when she was with her kids, she could be 100% there. When she was at at work, she could be 100% at work because she knew that she had given her her all with her kids. She had lost weight. She did a, um, I, I ended up being one of her Facebook friends and saw she had ran a half marathon. Like she started to take care of herself. Um, amazing. And now every time I see her, she's smiling. You know, and that's a really, really good example of what I bet happens to a lot of women. A lot of women will mm-hmm. come up with initially that, you know, top five list or top 10 things, whatever it is, and not have their uh, their own goals in there. I mean, it's about, it's just giving, giving, giving. But at the end of the day, you're not giving to anybody if you're not giving something yeah. to yourself. Yep, yep. And I think, you know, to that point, what also happens is they look at that list and and sometimes there can be this aha of, you know, I've picked, you know, my kids or something else or my work or whatever over my health. Right. Or health doesn't even show up. Mm. And it's like, wow, what am I? Hmm. So sometimes, you know, everybody's at a different place in their life and they get whatever it is out of it that they, that they need to get out of it. Um, but it's really interesting, the the um, the ahas. And I have not met anyone who after they've gone through the top five hasn't been you know, when I read them, okay, here, you know, when your life is ideal, you know, you are, and I read the five and they're like, yes, thank you. That's what I want. 
That's amazing. It's it's really a wonderful book, The Passion Test by Janet Bray Atwood and Chris Atwood. And I'm chatting right now with Barry McFarland, who's a facilitator of The Passion Test. Her website is mydharma.ca. And it takes a really special person to to get that out of you because other than, you know, it, it's like I said, they would be, are very selective with who they choose as facilitators. And I know firsthand after I chatted with you, I mean, I still have my list. So, so um, yeah, no. So thank you. Thank you for that, which is why yeah, I wanted yeah. to chat with you. Now, you had an aha sort of moment as well. Tell us how uh, how your passion test sort of led you to your, your new gig right now. Yeah. Well, so um, just to kind of how I got to here about, um, I guess it'll be almost two years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so at that point in time, I had my own business and, I, you know, doing the one-on-ones and all of that. And I just put everything on hold and I said, okay, you know, talk about passions changing. Now I need to focus on me. So last April, but um, yeah, just about a year ago, just over, just under a year ago, was my last surgery and I was healing well and all was good. But as I was going back to work, um, that spark was gone. There was something I just knew I didn't want to go back to the craziness that was before of owning a business. So I actually had another facilitator take me through the passion test and came up with my five and it was very much a... You know, my passion had changed from being this like, oh, you know, crazy, you know, out there kind of person to, okay, I want calm and peace. I want to be in the flow. I want, you know, somebody else to book the room, fill the room, you know, call me up and say, Barry, come kind of thing. Oh, for sure. Um, and so I I was uh, part of, I was on a board for um, what's called Simcoe Community Services Foundation. They raise money uh, in my area for people with intellectual disabilities and their families. And um, the CEO came to a meeting and said that their fund developer has left, so the person that raises, raises um, money for them. And it was the first time in a while that that spark was like, wow, that'd be a fun job. Um, so it was that. It, it took a little bit, too, to realize that, okay, you know what, even for myself, you know, used to going through all this, to acknowledge, all right, you know what, things are changing, and um, and it's okay, and move towards, again, what makes you happy and what you're passionate about. And so I'm doing uh, this, um, I'm in this position four days a week, and so it still gives me time to do the passion test. And as you said, I just came back at the end of January from a cruise, four-day cruise, and doing it for a group on there. And I've got one-on-ones and in discussions with a hotel just north of here that's doing a yoga retreat in the fall. And so, I'm, you know, um, get the both, best of both worlds. Well, Barry, you know, I think it's it's amazing that you even, you know, in the in all the time that you've been uh, facilitating the passion test have all of a sudden had this change in your life and now here you are uh, you help individuals but you're also helping over 9,000 people across Simcoe County uh, kids mm-hmm. adults seniors with intellectual disabilities and their families the Simcoe Community Services Foundation is the name of the group and I can't think of a better way to give back you're such an amazing person you're such a um, you know you're, you're such a source of encouragement for so many women, you know, going through your own battles. And uh, like I said, just being such a, a, 
a wonderful person to chat with. Barry McFarland, the website is mydharma.ca. Run, don't walk to your computer and punch in that website because <laughs> you're going to want to <laughs> chat with Barry. She's very, very, uh, very laid back, but also gets the gets the greediness gets into those questions that lead you on your journey and and help you go from the to-do list that has 8,000 things on it down to believe it or not five which is phenomenal mm. Barry thank you, um oh well thank you thanks again uh, I I uh, I can't thank Susie enough for putting us in touch with each other because, uh, like I said, when I read The Passion Test, New York Times bestseller, and uh, just, you know, a couple of lines again that jumped out for me. But again, I can never look at the word system again. Save yourself mm-hmm. time, energy, and money. And I did. Thank goodness I chatted with you. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> well, Barry, thank you so much for joining me on the show. And if there's anything that I can do for you or the uh, Simcoe Community Services Foundation in the future, you just give me a call and we'll get the word out, okay? Great. Thanks so much, Judy. I appreciate it.